but I'm looking at myself and it's it's not it's lagging it's confusing Reclaimed Audio Upcycling and Making with Reclaimed Materials Welcome everybody to Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 26, and by that I mean 27, for May 11th, 2016. This week's uh, top Patreon supporters are Stu Morrison, The Godfather Jimmy DiResta, Luis Gonzalez, who we owe, by the way, we owe a hangout call with, uh, Trustin Timber, Sean Petty, and Make, Build, Modify, who we also build, uh, we also owe them a... Uh, Whoever that is, I don't even. I'm not sure the person's name, but we owe them a, a hangout call as well. FYI, we'll, we'll find out when we do the hangout call. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, just very quickly, I think what we're going to do is because uh, there's been a uh, great news for us. There's been a, a huge surge in listenership, and I think what we need to do is we need to reintroduce ourselves to potentially some new listeners and to really make a, a huge effort to have less inside jokes or to be more inclusive of those jokes, which has been some of the, the criticism that I've, that I've read uh, on some of the, yeah, the iTunes reviews. But, uh, but I think we're, we're all for that. We're really, really happy to have all these listeners, right guys? Yeah, and, and I, I apologize for that because that, we've become fast friends doing this podcast and we have these ongoing gags, but we realize that maybe not everybody has listened to all 26 hours of the podcast now to be <laughs> up to date with all this. So we shouldn't do that, and we'll try to be better about not being just amusing ourselves. <laughs> and, and for, those of you, for those of you that don't know, though, I've been asking Tim and Phil to do this for many episodes now. And finally, somebody says it, but of course, they don't mention me at all. Uh, you know, it's like, but that's so, and what I'm trying to say is that for people that are just joining the cod podcast, this is what happens on a regular basis, so. Let, let me explain what's happening right here. This is an inside joke. See, the joke is, is that nobody listens to Bill Lutz, and we don't really care what Bill Lutz has to say, and we just make all these decisions without Bill Lutz's input. And so that was the, a, a very good example, by the way, Bill, of, a, of an inside joke. Hold on a second. This has been a joke the whole time? <laughs> I, I wasn't joking. I'm confused. I thought this was just a thing. <laughs> and, and also, for those that don't know, um, you will hear that I constantly am trying to gain my next week's podcast membership each and every week. I, I'm on a weekly basis. Um, yes. It's, it sounds That's not weird. a joke. It sounds Again, weird, this is not something I thought it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. That's not. A, that's real. You are auditioning yeah. for next week every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not to get all heavy, but isn't that how we should all live our lives every day? Ooh, well said. By the way, that is Tim <laughs> yeah. Sway who said that. My name is and, Phil Pinsky, and the yep. gentleman who is auditioning for a spot every week is Izzy Swan. Izzy Swan. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another inside joke. Another Izzy inside uh, guest joke. starred uh, last year and uh, and has been trying to take Bill's spot week in week out. You know, Izzy, Izzy was our first guest uh, host, and ever since then, uh, he has been on speed dial, apparently, but, you know. <laughs> and I don't get it, because I've seen the guy's videos, you know, they're okay, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> you know. They're okay for the quarter million subscribers he has. Uh, whatever. They all right. Whatever. They're okay for, you know, defying physics and all that, you right. know. <laughs> right. Okay, so Tim Sway, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz. That's who we are, and uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for joining us. 
Uh, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired. Uh, what are we working Whoa. on this week? <laughs> wow. Are you, uh, I wasn't ready to inspire tonight. <laughs> well, you know what? I think we do. You know, we're just we're a couple of guys. I just got inspired. That was amazing, dude. I Seriously, I was just now inspired to be inspirational. So whatever you did worked. Help wow. me help you help me, you know? <laughs> You're like a high school football coach or something <laughs> over there, man. Or what do you guys call it? Soccer? What? <laughs> no, it, we don't no call it soccer. That's football. We call it rugby. <laughs> I am uh, Canadian, also, by the way, for the news. <laughs> Bill is Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I am Canadian. Uh, there was a commercial, no? I am Canadian. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What are, what are we working on? Let's, uh, let's, uh, steer this ship correctly. Bill, what are you working on this week? I am working on a habitat for bearded dragons and it is coming along swimmingly. It is so much fun to be guys. I've got you guys. I've got some metal going on. I got some wood going on. There's going to be some glass and or plexiglass. It is the shiz knit for building and it's going to be amazing. I am also recording, which I haven't done in so, so long and I've gotten so many uh, people cheering me on, everybody I know except for you two. But no, it's been amazing. Um, yeah, so I, I got this thing going on in the shop, it's, it's fun. And I've also been doing a couple other smaller projects and uh, all at the same time. So it's like, I, well I started by practicing a little gum, go for a little walk, been working out pretty good for me, chewing gum and walking at the same time. And uh, so the, the two projects at once <laughs> thing is working out well. But that's what, yeah, the Bearded Dragon uh, Habitat in the garage, filming, stay tuned. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Tim, what are you working on? I bet a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, no, no. I don't know. Um, well, I've been working on my satellite dish build, which is done. Uh, as done as it's going to be now. Actually, you guys have seen some pictures, but I did some more, a few more things today. And um, the the big thing I've been working on was trying to find a customer for this build, and I'm I haven't gotten anywhere. It's just very difficult to get through to uh, you know, like a. I was trying to contact places like Netflix and Hulu to see if they would like sponsor the video, basically. Yeah. And um, I just they just they have too many firewalls. I can't get through because. Uh, they probably get a hundred wackos like me a day calling them, you know. So tops, <laughs> so they're, though. They're, top. You're sure you're the best of those wackos? Oh, I'm, I, I would put myself in the top ten of the wackos, okay. absolutely. But you know, but uh, like, so I've been like kind of hitting all their social media stuff, trying to get someone to to they, they they won't even. I can tell by the view count. I have a private little video I set up for them. They're not even watching it. You know, they won't even look at it. So I'm just going to launch it on my own and and um, encourage everybody that to actually like because I never really say this in my videos, but I'm going to put something in like, hey, like, subscribe, and share. Let's show them what they're missing. I'm going to try and make this thing go big, you know, on my own. So I'm actually glad that you're going to be sharing this thing because this video or the, the pictures that Bill and I got to see in our private viewing were amazing. And I think they're going to blow a lot of minds. So, well, it's, you know, bad, it's, it's for the it's, better, I think. Uh, yeah, it's too bad. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll get some traction on its own. Um, it's, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. And I already know, like, everything I would do different and better next time. You know, there's like, of course, you know, anybody that makes has that problem, you know, where you make stuff. But like, it, it's a part, I mean, it's, it's the first time any, anything like this has ever been made. So, <laughs> of course, it's not going to be the best example of it, you know. Um, but yeah, so it was a lot of fun to do. And I'm going to try and maybe have that out maybe by the end of this week. That so have you thought about this. going to like a, a shop that may um, already sell pieces like this? I'm trying to be as vague as I can. 
But you know what I mean? Like a place that may specialize in certain pieces like this and, and you say, hey, check well, my thing out. And, you know, like it's an actual, you know what I mean? Product. Yeah. yeah. Y- yes and no. I, I don't know if I want to necessarily sell it outright. I'm not sure. I mean, what I was more interested in was selling the idea. No, that's um, what I mean, though. You know. Oh. Yeah, I don't we'll know see. what you mean. Yeah, I don't know what you mean either, so. <laughs> we'll, well see. because I'm, I'm gonna, being I... vague, and I'm very good at being vague. Yes, you are. We usually don't understand what you're saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, besides that, I got this door guitar. I made a, uh, <laughs> I made a six-string guitar out of a hollow chord door for a buddy of mine that I'm just trying to button down, and there's a few issues with it I'm trying to tighten up. Uh, oh yeah, and I gotta. I I might go work on a 1948 uh, Chrysler Woody. I'm pretty excited about that. Doing a little bit of a, a not refinishing the whole thing. They don't want to refinish. They want to keep that aged look like a because uh, it's um it's a it's a survivor. It's not a restored car. So they want to keep the survivor look, but then protect it from going any further, basically. And um so that's kind of kind of my alley. You so know, what like, would you do to different. maintain the look but to seal it up? Would you put uh, basically basically uh, I'm gonna. Ex- yeah, I'm going to experiment with some some different... Like, they have a product... The customer has a product that they bought that they think is going to work. I'm not so sure after looking at it. Um, so I'm going to do some experiments on some old wood in my shop with this product and some other products to see what's going to be the best way to seal the look up. And so, uh, When you say, like, what, what are you trying to seal? Like, there's the wood, obviously, on the well, trim. He, yeah, because there's... Well, it, this car has the... The interior panels are actually steel, but they're painted to look like wood. Okay. And, um, and I... I have a actually I have no experience with that whatsoever, but um, it's uh it's it's interesting. It reminds me of my my double base that I have that's made of aluminum that was they used to paint them like that to look like wood. And they did a really convincing job back in the 30s and 40s. I mean, obviously right. today we can as well, but it's just you didn't you you know we kind of think like oh it was back then they didn't know what they were doing and they totally knew what they were doing you know, but so the the trim is like uh, I believe it to be oak, um, and he likes the look of because the car has that where there's like some cracks and swirling in the paint. Um, and then the wood has that as well, but then there's some spots that where the finish is just gone and, and the, the wood's going to rot if it's not protected. So it's about kind of protecting everything and keeping that kind of like when the guy fixes up his rat rod and he just clear coats the whole car right over the rust, you know, right, kind of right. like that. So that's, that's, that's actually really cool. So. Kind of, kind of like my truck really, you know, so, uh, that should be a fun couple of days. Yeah, so, cool. you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of a theme that we're doing now. It seems like last week it was what the VW thing and now it's the, uh, Chrysler Woody, uh, Phil, next week it'll be your turn, and then I'd like to participate if I could, maybe following after that. <laughs> okay. Sure. I'll find a car to work on. Um, right. And you, I Phil? I didn't really get that much work to be done on. Honestly, uh, I've been kind of burned out a little bit. I was, I was really tired, and this whole weekend was like the Mother's Day mm. you know, weekend and traveling. My wife has family out of town, so we drove. And uh, the only thing that I built, and I'm laughing, thing this, I built a bush stick. That was my whole, that was my whole week of building. So a not, what? Not much, just a push stick. You know? Oh, a push stick. Yeah. I think you said a bush stick, and I was trying to imagine what that was. Something Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Something Canadian. That's, that's I what I thought. If it, it was, if it was going to be Canadian, wouldn't it be more like a pool stick? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I was. Hey, you know what? So this weekend, this weekend was Mother's Day. That was pretty cool. And real quick, um, my mother-in-law just might be listening to this. And because we had to miss Mother's Day with her because I was in Arizona. And okay, so I got to do a couple of quick shout outs, you guys. Um, Ty Moser, I did not get a chance to hook up with you. I would have loved to. 
Um, but as soon as I got there, my family found me, and that was a, it was a family reunion is why I went there. So I wasn't able to hook up with Ty. I had an amazing time with my family, but I did not get to spend time with my mother-in-law. So if she's listening, hi, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. And that's all. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> what are the chances your mother-in-law is listening to this podcast, though? She listens to our podcast. That's phenomenal. That's great. That's great. Okay. I'm just going to just gloss right over that. Um, so that's what we were <laughs> so uh, tonight's topic is uh, trying something new. And for us, that is, uh, you know, building, making, uh, getting out in the shop, uh, new techniques, new materials. Uh, for us tonight, a little bit of technical difficulties on the, on the recording. And we're trying new, new uh, software solutions, new tech things. We're venturing out here some, some new and interesting techniques to try to get this out to you. So uh, let's, let's have Bill sort of start this off on, on trying something new. What is it that's new for you or that's something that you'd like to be doing new? Well, gentlemen, um, for me, uh, a tool that I would like to use that I haven't really, I've, I've only ever touched a couple of times, but uh, when I bought my welder, it came with an um, aluminum welding spool gun. And uh, what that means is that for when you have a, a spool of welding wire, if it's aluminum, normally that would be on the welder itself, and it would run through a six-foot hose, basically, and come out the end of your welding gun. Well, aluminum bends and kinks very easily because it's a very soft metal. So what you would therefore do is you would have the gun be, the spool would be right at the end at the gun. So it only has to travel a couple of inches in order to come out without binding up. And I have the gun. I have the aluminum welding wire. What I don't have is the argon gas. It has to be straight argon gas as opposed to a mix of argon and CO2 when you do normal welding. Um, but that's what I want to try. That's something new. I play with aluminum. Um, I've done it a very few times, many, 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 many years ago. And uh, it's it's something new that I would love to try. And I've got the setup. I just got to complete it and go forward that way. So there we go. And I almost I almost feel like I almost feel like we should keep recording now. But we need to make this even more lively because we're feeling like we're repeating ourselves from technical difficulty. And therefore, the jokes that I'm going to tell, I'll try and make them new, but laugh harder if you remember me saying it last time. <laughs> they won't be new. You tell the same jokes every week. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just about to say, I don't want to say all the stuff I just said a minute ago when we were recording this. And so I was going to go off in a whole different uh, direction with my new thing and what's what's new for me and kind of big and exciting is uh well, well sort technically of ch- isn't isn't that in and of itself a new thing because you I am going t- to do a new thing <laughs> other than the thing that you just said but it's not uh, you are the segway king absolutely uh, i'm trying something new right now <laughs> i'm trying something new right now from the last time we tried we recorded this much of the podcast before all our files got dumped um a big, a big thing for me has always been to try something new. Was a lot of makers and, and people like us. That's how we all sort of ended up here, I believe. But um, you know, I'm uh, trying something new with my business and the way I'm approaching my business. I started it as making stuff out of other stuff, and the mantra of my business was to turn worthless things priceless. Um, that was that was my my motto, and that was my goal. 
And that was my only goal, was to take things that had no value and give them value again. And then I stumbled across this whole community of other people that think like me, and I became enamored with it, and I've been contributing to it uh, quite a bit. And only recently I've, you know, with the, it really started with this podcast, uh, that when Phil called me up and was like, hey, let's make a podcast and get rich and famous. <laughs> Verbatim, <laughs> that's, exact that's words. Exactly, yeah. But, and, and I started to see the, that maybe, maybe there was something to be said for that, of not just being this like lone voice in my little barn taking trash and making it have value, that maybe there's some value in, in um, building this community and doing stuff. So that's been a big thing for me of trying something new, of, of coming out of my shell a little bit. The reason I started this business in the first place was to get off a stage. For those who don't know, I was a musician in my previous career. To get off a stage and to get out of being in a public eye and to just be alone. And then I found myself going right back into this public eye again for some narcissistic reasons. But um, but it's 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 this change that I'm going through now of how I'm uh, how I'm paying for my kids' food. Um, I'm trying to maybe make it not so much about the object, but more about the idea of the object. And I'm I'm learning how to do it. Hmm. Very interesting. And and what about uh, in in any making techniques or tools that you're you're looking to try out? Oh, the aluminum spool. <laughs> I feel like I heard that just recently. <laughs> um, I mean, everything that I haven't used, honestly. You know what I mean? It's like as it comes up, it's like a need need by need basis. Like you know, like um, I mean, I have a I have a list of things that I want to do, and some of them involve some of the things I want to do involve things I haven't done yet. Like I've just barely scratched the surface of experimenting with melting plastic and making stuff. And we mentioned David Hackens, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, on our show previously, who has these machines for to help people like. Uh, cultivate reclaimed and recycled plastic uh, that's like huge on my list um, I love the idea uh, fabric I want to get better with fabric um, that's a big like sort of block for me I'm trying to get better at but I want to hear about you Phil what's new well I mean uh, again for the sake uh, of being very uh, inclusive uh, what's new <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that uh, <laughs> As, as you said, you know, um, and again, to be as inclusive as possible with regard to uh, new listeners, um, this, this podcast is certainly very new, and, and all kidding aside, when I did sort of uh, tap you guys to, or I tapped Tim, and then Tim tapped Bill to do this. Sorry um, about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, in America, Phil, or in, in the United States, or whatever we, we're politically correctly calling it, when, that's got a little bit of a different meaning than I bet you're thinking. Yeah, I, I bet like it's more like uh, when I asked or uh, I guess called oh, up to go. the bigs here. There you go. Yeah, that's not. I not didn't that, mean not that I wouldn't enjoy you tapping me because you're kind of good looking, but it's just I don't think that's what you meant. Whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean, kind of good looking? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna pretend like you didn't say that. Um, so yeah, so really, this podcast is a new thing for me. It's not like I've ever been on the radio before, or ever done you know a podcast before. I did start uh, doing the YouTube videos before we did this podcast, but that was very short-lived. I don't know. I think I did maybe six or seven, uh, maybe, yeah, something like that. Six or seven videos I'd put out, and and had really gotten sort of a bit of a, a taste for it. And uh, and the reason that I started the podcast, and again, for the sake of inclusion, is because I was listening to podcasts on my commute. And, uh, and there, I really felt like by Tuesday I had run out of podcasts to listen to. And I thought, you know what? Rather than sort of being frustrated with the fact that there are 
that are, there aren't enough podcasts that I was into, maybe I could give it a shot myself. And, and I thought that it'd be great to have a, a niche. Uh, and, and since I was working a lot with Reclaimed, the first, like literally, and this is not an ego stroke, this is just fact, the first person that came to mind for me was Tim Sway with regard to Reclaimed. Um, I've been watching him for, for years on YouTube, and, you know, he is just that oh, guy that, was, that you think of. That was of. you. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I was that. When you saw one view and one thumbs up, that was me. Awesome. That was me. Yeah, I appreciate. You know, and that. I'm really, I'm really glad you introduced me to Tim too, Phil, because <laughs> I, I've, I've since learned that he's, he's pretty good. I, I enjoy some of his videos, not all, but a couple. Okay, yeah. here's another inside joke alert. Uh, Bill Lutz is my biggest stalker, and part of the restraining order was I would do the podcast, but he has to remain in California while I'm here in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> That's only half a joke. Half. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm laughing uh, so only half as hard as I can right now. So <laughs> That's because of the blood thinners. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you're not at full blood strength. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then, obviously, the, the YouTube videos are new for me, and that's, so that's trying something new. And that's helped me, you know, big time, especially, you know, even professionally. So uh, again, for those who don't know, I'm in marketing at work, and uh, and and doing videos has some has been something that I've actually introduced at work, and and we've done and we I, we do home decor stuff. So I started doing these videos. One of our accounts is Costco, and actually, if you go onto Costco.ca, the Canadian Costco, uh, I now have rug videos up there with some of the rugs that we that we sell through them, and they're actually pretty cool. I'll send you guys some links. <laughs> I, please put those in the liner notes. This. Yeah, absolutely. That would be awesome. I'm, well, we'll see. Anyways, but uh, so, you know, it, it's even so all to say that trying something new in my personal life has helped me in my professional life. So, <clears throat> you know, that's the place to sort of experiment. And really, I have nothing to lose with the YouTube channel that I'm doing. Like, you know, I'm not making my livelihood on it. You know, my kids aren't uh, eating or not eating based on it. Uh, so it's really, it's a playground. It's a place to experiment. It's a place to try new things. So that's what I've been doing there. I started off with the very, like, I watch some of my old videos now and I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm like, I could have cut out at least three minutes of this nonsense, me fiddling with clamps and stuff. It's just so silly. And mm. I just kept speeding it up to, to get, to get it to fit in a time frame that I had in my head. Whereas now I'll spend an extra hour, even two hours editing my videos so that it's really only the best of the best with you know the right transitions the right shots that kind of thing so you know trying something new means that you're trying to get better and better and it and it was great in that regard um if i can continue rambling on i will about new things that i want to try and that is uh working with hardwood I'm, i've been using a lot of pine and you know spf and and building material that way and i haven't really played with hardwood at all and i know that sounds super dirty and like a euphemism but i just mean like cherry or you know, I have some cherry and I have some um, some maple and a little bit of mahogany that I that I haven't sort of ventured into playing with yet, because maybe I don't feel like I'm good enough. But I'm thinking maybe it's kind of silly. I should just try it out. Hardwoods are no joke. They are a lot harder to work with, and in some ways they are, but in some ways they're easier for my understanding. Simply because, you know, your your tools don't have to be as sharp. You know, like when you're when you're trying to plane end grain on pine, if it's not as sharp as it possibly can be, it'll just crush and rip. Whereas 
on on a hardwood or let's say like I don't know like a cherry or a poplar or whatever it is, you know you'll you'll get some of that resistance and it'll just be harder and harder to push it through, but you're not going to crush and tear. So there is you know there's, there's both a, sides of that. There's other things that go wrong, you know. But what? Yeah. Uh, honestly, and I I just sort of said this in my little Q and A thing about like using new versus if I could use mahogany for everything I ever made. I would make everything out of mahogany if I wasn't like destroying like you know entire continents by right. <laughs> in civilizations right. by using mahogany all the time because it is just a, an absolute joy to work with on every scale. Um, mm. There, I mean, it, like any wood, you know, you you find like all of a sudden be like, oh crap, I didn't expect that to happen like the first time it happens, and then you learn how to not make that happen. It's just everything about it, man. I would absolutely recommend, and and I know because you think like me. As a, a as a reclaimed guy, you're like, oh, I have these valuable pieces of wood. You're like, you're waiting until you have the, you know, it's like because it's coveted and you don't want to just make something out of it and have it suck. You want it to be yeah. awesome. But at the same time, it's like, it's really hard to get over that because it's, you're more important than the piece of wood, you know? And so your journey is more important than the piece of wood. And this is the guy that's trying to save every piece of wood that's saying that. But, mm. but, um, but you know, it's like, it, it if you put things into perspective, and you better than anyone with all your world travels understand the scope and scale of waste. And if you waste one little four-foot section of mahogany in your shop, don't beat yourself up about it like I do and like you will probably do anyways. But we really shouldn't because we're doing it for this common good. And it's nothing compared to what any any factory or any like large production is wasting every minute. You know, That's a really fair point. There's, there's an exception to that rule. Um, I have a piece of, and I don't know what it is. All I know it's, it's, it's a, <clears throat> a hardwood uh, exotic, I would imagine. But it's about four by, maybe five by seven piece, uh, three quarters thick, maybe-ish, half inch, three quarters. I'm not even sure. But it was sent to me by Jimmy Duresta. Wow. Wow. I may have pressure. to sit on that. Yeah, yeah. So... Mm. Everything you just said, just it doesn't count because I am so terrified of destroying this piece of wood, and it's going to have to be something really cool. And and I, there's 372 projects that have gone to the wastebasket because I didn't want to touch that piece of wood because it just the project didn't qualify for the awesomeness of having a piece of Jimmy Duresta scent hardwood. I don't even know what to say to that. But uh, right? to draw inspiration from what you said, Tim, <laughs> you're absolutely right. I'm just going to get out there and use it. I mean, like, you're right. I have been scared of sort of wasting it. But uh, and I, I guess... still am. I mean, I have, you know, I, I have that problem. I have, like, these little bits and pieces of every time I've ever cut a piece of mahogany. Like, I, get, I got a dining table out of the trash once. It was made of mahogany. And I have yeah. every square. None of that goes in the fireplace, man. I don't want It's just, you know. And I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do with it. But, yeah, I totally hear you. But at the same time, man, don't just... Hang on to it until you're too old to do anything with it, you know? No, like, you're absolutely what's, what's right. What's that doing? It's not doing anybody any good. Absolutely. No, you're right. You're right. The thing is, is also, and, and here's another long-running joke that, you know, uh, new listeners may appreciate. I've been working on this Rubo bench now for going on, uh, I don't know, that's, eight months that's now. That's from the original conception of Reclaimed Audio podcast. It, it was it really originally called... It was originally called Phil's Reclaimed Bench was the name of the yeah. podcast, the first six episodes. Uh, and, and the thing is, is it's, it's almost done. And I've, since I've been wanting to use a lot of hand tools, that's, I guess, what I've been saving those, those pieces of wood. I have a couple of cherry runners off of these uh, 
pallets, actually, ironically. And so that's what I've been, I've been wanting to use as sort of the, the wood that I would christen this bench with. Mm. So I will finish this thing off definitely in 2016. And, uh, and then I'll get to work on it. I already have the quick release vise. The table, the bench top is done. All the pieces have been cut. I just have to remortise the mortises. Remortise the mortises? I don't know if that's a thing. But anyways, I will build it, and that's what I'm going to use it on. The, the only thing I, I mean, that's awesome. That sounds like a great idea is to, to christen your bench with these nice woods that you've been coveting for so long. The only thing I'll warn you is cherry burns easy, so stick to the hand tools. <laughs> yeah. Well, so when you just I, look at it wrong and it burns. For sure. I've been using, I used the, t I wanted to see what it was because it was like, you know, when you get pallets, they're filthy, so you want to see what's mm. underneath. So I used the table saw to like, I guess, dimension it, although it's not perfectly dimensioned, obviously, with a table saw, but mm. to see, and then. It burned, but then I changed to a ripping blade, and it's just clean. Hmm. But my combo blade burned it. So, yeah. I, yeah. And then when I identified what it was, I asked the Reddit community. I was like, what is this? And they said, does it smell nice? I was like, yeah. Did it burn? Yeah. Cherry. Hmm. Purple Sorry, Heart what were you saying, the same Bill? Thing. I just yeah. said Purple Heart does the same thing. But what I was going to say is, is that's a good um, – in keeping with trying something new, not being afraid to try something new. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's a tool, whether it's a material, and maybe it's just because I'm, I'm getting old, but I have, all joking aside about a, you know something that Jimmy sent me, but I have very little fear when it comes to screwing something up. Because if you mm -hmm. screw it up, you can either fix it, and if you can't fix it, do it again. It, it's, it really isn't that bad. Um, and since I've screwed up many, many times, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of used to it. But yeah, being being not afraid to try something new—that's that's a part of it as well—is getting out there, just going for it. You know, enjoy the process, enjoy what you're doing. It's a big part of making, especially with what we do and reclaimed, recycled, and upcycled—is is enjoying the process. So, so let's go into like materials, Phil. You were, you said cherry wood. Tim was talking about trying to get more into the the plastic, and you also mentioned sewing. Mm. It's something I want to get into is, or not sewing, but you said, you know, like um, fabric, yeah, fabric. And I would love to get an industrial sewing machine and play with leather and different fabrics and upholstery. I, I sew, well, I wouldn't call it sewing. I know how to stitch pieces of fabric together in no way, shape or form would we call it sewing, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, but I can do that, you know, or a staple gun. I, I also used to hem my pants with a regular house stapler. So, you know. But yeah. I uh, did you guys just uh, just since you just touched on leather, you guys uh I don't know if you've seen Jimmy's recent video about making a backpack with the leather? Yeah, it was interesting indeed. Um that, you know, that's I, something I, I'm, I'm I don't super use, curious about. Right. I don't I don't use leather like I don't wear leather as a vegetarian and and whatnot. And uh but I watched that with fascination the whole time thinking about how can I apply this to other materials. Um, the way he did that, it was just like kind of eye-opening for me. Like, oh yeah, you just make a form. Like, yeah. you know, as I'm dealing with fabric, like, and I want to make, like, you know, if you want to wrap a square cushion, there's, there's, you know, six sides to it, and and figuring out the best way to to layer it and to stitch it, and and I, I'm sure that I could just go take a class or like watch a video, but that's not my style. I had to screw a bunch of things up a bunch of times first, you know, and just figure it out on my own. And I uh, just seen that was like eye-opening. It's like, oh, I could just make a form. Yeah, that was really smart. Yeah. Am I the only one that when Tim said um, if I want to wrap a square cushion, there's only six sides, and I had to count them in my head? <laughs> yeah. That was the one yeah. thing I retained from geometry class in school. The one it's, thing. The one thing. Six sides to a square. Circles. Pff, gone. 
something, something about circles are the same shape as a sli- as pie, and so you can cut pie slices out of them. That's <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. Two pie so, R. So in, in aviation boys, they have um, uh, when fuelers go to put fuel in an airplane, they have a, a really thick rubber. <clears throat> mat. I think mechanics probably use them too to flip over the fender of a car so you don't you yep. know, scratch it or whatever. And when I watch Jimmy's video. Um, not because I, I don't want to ever use leather, although I, I'm more conscious of not using it as much as I used to, um, but using that as a material because it's about the same thickness as, as leather. It's pretty strong. Um, it's a little bit stretchy, but how could I use that? I mean, just trying something new, um, using bright orange leather thick rubber to make a backpack. It's such a nightmare to work with too, but it sounds awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there there are people, if you look on, like, Etsy, there's a, uh, a whole bunch of people that make uh, bags and purses and stuff out of uh, inner inner tubes from bicycles. Really cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Backpacks. Really cool stuff. I, I, I totally recommend Googling that. Um, i never done it because other people are doing it, but, of course, I would, you know. So I, I had um, I had this idea, like, when I made the slippers, that was the, the simplified version of my original idea was to make, like, a shoe, like a very basic slip-on shoe. And I went to the local tire store, and I got a bunch of tires. <laughs> and you know there's steel belts in those things because I had a pair there's a company called Simple Shoes and they're they're back in business now but they're not doing the same thing and they were making their shoes out of recycled uh, materials and I love them they're great shoes they're a good price they're very comfortable um, and you know and they had like a tire tread print but it wasn't they weren't actually cutting up tire treads they were like reforming it you know and uh, cutting through vulcanized rubber with an angle grinder with a steel belt what a nightmare it's just an absolute mess and uh and, and I was thinking about that. And then I was dealing with some other rubbers when I did the TV show. I was dealing with some rubbers. So I was trying to make shoes on the show, and I could never make that happen. And I knew I wasn't going to make it happen, so I wasn't doing it during my show time. I was actually, I'd do 12 hours of taping for the show, and then I'd go back to my room for my, like, six hours of sleep. And I would take two hours of that to work on. I brought all those materials home. I was sitting there, like, in the apartment with scissors and stuff, trying to make shoes out of rubber. Such a nightmare to work with, but so awesome when you can succeed with it. And I, I, I want you to do it so I don't have to. <laughs> well, and I will, but you know, there's a big difference between a, a thin piece of rubber and a tire. Yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah. 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 It's still a lot of I, pain in the neck, though. <laughs> Tim, let me ask you something real quick because I'm curious on this. This might be a little controversial, but uh, the beef that's slaughtered, the meat that's eaten, isn't it better to use the leather that's derived from that cow than to simply throw it away? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I uh, I have less of an issue with hunters than most people would be like. You know, think that me as this vegetarian for you know more than half my life. Um, you know, I'm not like a naturalist or anything by any stretch of the imagination. But you know, I'm just conscious. And uh, but yeah, I mean, like most most hunters that I've met are very respectful and understanding of what they're doing, and they're very conservative with what they do, and they appreciate life. People that are at the drive-through at the fast food chain right now are not respecting and appreciating that life, and they're not respecting and appreciating that waste. Not to mention the eco footprint of that industry. Mm-hmm. Of the, you know, that's that's my main concern with it. And I and I say this time and time again. Like I'm a vegetarian because I live in America in 2016, and I can be a vegetarian very easily and very comfortably. But if I ever like you know Tom Hanks it to some island and it's like me and the pig, I'm killing that pig and eating it. You know what I mean? It's like a matter of survival. But for now, I, okay. I don't have to. There's tofu. So, you right. know, there's broccoli. I can grow broccoli in my backyard. I don't need to kill anything. So that's, um, you know, like, that's sort of where I'm at with that. 
Um, that's my biggest concern with the with meat is the industry, um, in the in the the unnecessary industry, you know. Although mm-hmm. I started for a totally different reason. I started because I was a cook, and uh, and I was I was as a cook, I just saw things that just grossed me the heck out, and I just stopped. Right. I systematically <laughs> started removing things from my diet, and by the time I was twenty two years old, I was just done with all of it. I was like, I was eating lettuce. You know, and even that I had to. Even that was sketchy, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you knew what they did with this lettuce, oh, you know, yeah, and then you'd then never you start, eat again. Yeah, and then you start throwing in all the. Then, then it like comes around. Like I finally kind of get myself on balance, where I'm just living this like pretty comfortable, healthy vegetarian lifestyle. And they start talking about GMOs and all this stuff, and it's like, oh man, now who do I believe? You know, I can't eat anything anymore. <laughs> Uh, nothing wrong with GMOs, by the way. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other podcast, not not our podcast. It, for, yeah, for the maybe most so. Part, there's, there's, uh, eh, you know. There's well, we could re- we could re- recycle our podcast into something different. Oh, we no, could try something new. No. We could try something yeah. new with. We our try podcast. something new. Yeah. Instead of talking about food, which we know nothing about. <laughs> no. Yeah. I used to be in the food business, but. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in the frozen fruit and vegetable business, like container load commodity. Like, uh, yeah, we could talk about that. Well, after. You know, technically, but, I've been a food consumer my entire life. I don't believe it. Me neither. How'd you manage it's that? True. <laughs> it's true. Today I learned. I'm gonna reclaim this back to making. So let's oh. get back to that. <laughs> you mean you're gonna repurpose it? Right. Yeah, I'm gonna upcycle it because this has no value. I'm gonna give it some value. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So moral. That, by story. the way, is an inside joke. <laughs> inside joke alert that that, uh, that we've we had a whole episode about classification of of terminology for this whole world, and and now there's actually people online. It was it was was it um, Tab Left that created the flowchart. Yeah. Of, of all yes. the definitions of... Because we as humans, that's what we do. If we don't understand something, we put a label on it, you know? So that's what that was all about. Back to our show. That's right. Okay. Well, wait, before we gloss over that, Tab Left made that flowchart. What was the first thing on that flowchart? Is it a loot? No? Yeah. Then it's probably not reclaimed. But you saw the revised version of that flowchart. He had removed that and put some actual useful information. No, that, that was not Tab Left that revised it. That was somebody else who made a horrible mistake by taking it out <laughs> of the flowchart. <laughs> He's right. Anyway, in the spirit of not continuing with inside jokes, I'm going to continue on past that. But uh, okay. because I think we're running past a, a little bit of time here, let's, let's go mm. right into what we're watching. Um, I'm going to start first because I don't do that very often. And uh, the, the, the guy that I'm, that I'm going to talk about today is really, really interesting. And, he, and he's like technically a neighbor, but only because we're in the same Canadian province. Uh, his name is uh, Alain Vaillancourt. I don't know mm, if you guys yeah. know. Yeah, so he's the other woodpecker. Yeah. He, uh, the Gosso de Bois, but he calls himself the woodpecker. And we have a friend named uh, uh, Pat Laperriere, who is Le Pic Bois. So these are, I guess, like homonyms. They're the same they synonyms for woodpecker. Anyways, the whole point is this guy's like a real, real woodworker. And, uh, and he goes through the effort of creating his videos both in English and in French. He takes the same episode and then he completely redubs it in English and in French. And these videos are like 15 minutes long and they're full of like incredible information. Um, and he, he works with some reclaim, but it's mostly new construction stuff. But he recently built out his, uh, his dream shop and he did it like timber framed and 
man, it was like a 20, 20 part video series, but I, so entertaining. The guy is just funny. He's smart. He does a lot of really great stuff. And uh, I really recommend that you guys check it out. If you're into woodworking, this guy is, is awesome. Who's next? Right on. Um, I'll go. I'll go next. Uh, okay. I wanted to mention, uh, and it, it's actually your fault, Phil, that I found this guy. I mean, I'd <laughs> seen him. Bef- I had seen him before, but I hadn't really watched him too much. And I don't know his name. He's also Canadian. His uh, his channel goes by uh, Capital A, lowercase V, Capital E. I believe it stands for Arduino versus Evil. And um, okay. you know the hydraulic press channel that you introduced us to, and then it blew <laughs> yeah. up like the next week. Um, and then there's like a million like um, like kind of ripoffs of it. There's all these yeah. like ripoff hydro. It's funny that you never know where the world's gonna go. Now there's like a whole bootleg hydraulic press YouTube sensation. It's so funny. Know? And uh, but so one of the people that made a not a not a ripoff of it, but like uh, he called it like hydraulic press envy or something like that. Um, is a is this this guy A V E and um, he has a press that he's done some stuff with, and so he kind of and that I saw that, so I clicked on it. And then I started watching. He's, I, I'm assuming he's a machinist. Uh, he's a very successful channel. He's got more than 200,000 subscribers. And, um, and he is just his, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe the guy. He does, he, he, he does this like very like funny speak, like um, uh, very like big word type speech. And he's very fast and quick-witted with it. And then, so he'll be just, like, running these, like, stream of these big words. And he throws in a couple swears. And then he goes, and it's just, like, to just listen to him talk. And, like, one of his videos, he machined on a Bridgeport a potato. I, I guess he was trying to make, like, <laughs> a, like, the perfect French fry. And he's just using all this, like, jargon, like, this machinist jargon. That I don't understand because I'm not a machinist. But I mentioned that I'm interested in that type of stuff. You know? and, uh, and just, like, he, and he does these... Um, uh, he calls them like boring old lame tool reviews, but he, you know, where he like takes tools apart. And I'm just a really interested guy. His mind is is incredible in his depth and and breadth, and uh, it's just he, he's totally worth watching. So I okay, I'll check it. that out. Wow, that's, that's high praise, Mr. Shui. So um, um, I I have some shout outs and some stuff like I normally do, and then I'll get to the guy who I'm actually going to have a link to. Um, but first, I you know. I, I discovered something that I was going to do and listen to recently, and that is um, uh, the Darwin Orver podcast. And I had been going to, it's fairly new, uh, Lynn and her, I believe it's her husband, Mike, um, started their own podcast. And people should check it out. It's a little, the dynamic between those two, you can tell um, they know each other really well because it's such a, it's, it's a great, you know, the, the energy between them is really good. Um, anyway, check out Darwin Orber podcast. Um, I've been following Lynn for a long time, and she's pretty interesting. And then that brought me out to thinking about all the female makers that are out there, and um, it's more and more all the time. Um, you know, we got April, we've got uh, Get Hands Dirty with Christiana, we've got uh, Laura Kampf, um, and, and many more. And then I'm going to get the opportunity to meet a female maker at Maker Fair this weekend. She's actually a client of uh, Manifesta, my wife's salon, and she's joined our group, and she's uh, pretty interesting. So I'm going to say hello to Joy. We're saying hi to you right now. And uh, going to meet her, and then so that brought me into thinking about, well, you know, our group is pretty cool, and there's a new guy that joined the group, um, the Red Smith. I don't know if you guys saw that. He introduced himself. He's got, uh, he does woodwork, uh, blacksmith, metalwork, leather craft, so check him out. He's kind of pretty cool. 
And then another guy, because I was talking about the aluminum welder thing, and we all have heard uh, Jody from Welding Tips and Tricks get shout-outs all the time. It's an amazing channel to go watch and learn a lot about welding. Um, another guy to watch is Kevin Karen. He's an actual metal artist, and he, he's, he knows oh, yeah. a lot about he knows a lot about welding, and he does a pretty good um, demo of the, the actual welder that I have with the aluminum spool attached to it and does some aluminum welding. Makes it look so simple, so I'm going to go over that. But check out Kevin Karen. It's Kevin with a K, Karen, C-A-R-O-N, artist uh, on YouTube. But the guy that I want to actually say that I've been watching, and we're going to leave a link to his channel, is the Katz Moses Woodworking Shop, uh, K-A-T-Z. Dash Moses, uh, 350 subs. So let's give him some love and, and uh, subscribe. But he does some really cool woodworking projects. Um, he made an art project out of a, 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 a boat buoy, if you know what that means, um, the little rubber buoy thing. And he made this little thing to hang it up on the wall out of wood. It was pretty cool. He does. He's got a really cool box joint um, how-to type video, uh, how to make perfect fitting lids. Um, a lot of this, a lot of what he shows and does, I'm familiar with, but he does a really good job of doing it, and his projects are beautiful. They literally are just stunning to look at. So check out um, Cat's Moses Woodworking Shop. And then I, I'd like to finish up with one quick thing. Mark Spagnolo was doing something, showing off his lawyer box shelf thing, whatever the hell he's been making. And one of the statements he said, uh, it, was, it was just on Facebook. He was saying, "Hey, check this out." He's all. Something about, yeah, it's not that impressive from the rear, kind of like me. And I just thought that was worth saying on, on our podcast. Mark Spagnolo, <laughs> quote, it's not that impressive from the rear, kind of like me, unquote. Anyway, that's me. That's Spags. Classic Spags. Um, good. So now that we've done that, our channels on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Phil Pinsky. On YouTube, I'm Jake and Emmy's dad. Tim, since we're introducing everybody, why don't you give them a real plug to your stuff? Okay, my name is Tim Sway, and my YouTube page is simply Tim Sway, as well as uh, everywhere else on the interweb, but sometimes there might be an underscore or a one. So if you just Google Tim Sway, you'll find me, but like I think it's like Tim Sway one on Instagram, but Tim underscore Sway on Twitter, and then I'm just Tim Sway on Snapchat. I'm still talking about now. I'm Tim at TimSway.net. Uh, that's my email address if you ever want to write to me. And I'm also Tim at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. And uh, what else do you need to know? Phone I number? That's a lot. I know. I think we're good. Blood type? Bill, you're there. Color, yeah. I should know that. I'm, I'm about six foot two, six foot two and a half in the morning. A little shorter at night. Bill, why don't you no, tell us your gonna, thing? I'm, I'm not going to follow up yeah, on that. Yeah, no um, questions. So, yeah. so, so for me, I'm, I am the least, uh, full disclosure for those new listeners, I am the least technologically, tech-savvy tech guy in the group. And um, so I know I'm, uh, my name is Bill, but I go by William Lutz on Facebook, William Lutz on um, YouTube. I do have a channel. William underscore Lutz, I believe, on Instagram. Um, MacGyver, I think, on on tweet, twatter, twitter, twitterator thing. <laughs> I'm not sure, but you'll figure it out. You, you can find me. So those those are my social medias, and mostly I'm uh, I'm here on the podcast every every Wednesday when you guys listen to it, and um, that's about it, I think. 
You know, real quick too, since our our topic today was trying something new, um, if if you guys out there listening, give us a shout and tell us something you've tried new recently or something you want to try that's new. Um, go ahead and reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and what you do. Go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry that I interrupted you. Oh, I was just going to say how our uh, your, your Patreon support might help us, you know, try something new with our third wheel on our show here. And uh, maybe next maybe next week we'll we'll try someone new out and see if uh, see how they do. I say good luck finding anybody that wants to be on this show with you two. <laughs> well, next week I think we're going to have somebody who's very interesting who's going to be on the show with us too. The question is whether he's going to be interested to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, did you guys? Hey, you know what? I got a lot of uh, crap from you guys last week about my hint about who was going to be on the show. Do you know yeah. like 10,000 people figured it out, everybody except you two? So apparently our guest next week is, uh, the rest of us are fans. You two, do you know how to even spell his name? No. <laughs> I think so. A, there's a Q in there and a hashtag. I don't know. <laughs> it's a couple of underscore or something. I don't know. Something. Anyways, <laughs> he's uh, he likes to do stuff, so... Yeah. Look out look out for that one. All right guys, have a good one. Bye everybody. Be good.